Welcome to the Swims Fan Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today, we've got a very special guest. He's the head coach at Washington State University who just won their first Pac-12 uh, title in program history. Today, we're sitting down with Matt Leach. Hey, Coleman. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Matt? Yeah, I'm great. Thank you so much for that introduction. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a wild ride, but uh, a lot of fun. Thanks for sitting down with us and let's get into that Pac-12 title. Washington State is just coming, the women are just coming off of their Pac-12 championships where Chloe Larson came away with a win in the 50 freestyle in, in a nail biter of a race that saw multiple ties throughout the heat. It was, it was a pretty, it was, it was like the wild West out there. Can you break down that 50 free race for us? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, it, it was, it, there was a three-way tie for second and then a two-way tie for like fifth and another two-way tie for seventh. It was, it was, it was wild. Um, but, uh, you know, this this whole year we knew Chloe could do some special things because she was was able to to set um, not only our our give pool record during the season um, but she also won a lifetime best time and no one was was expecting that she was just she's doing everything right but uh, breaking down that fifty freestyle she um, she's got a great a great vertical so so we wanted her to get out as far as she possibly could um, and hit we we had worked with her 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 line underwater because she tends to stay underwater too long. And so we want to minimize her underwater uh, kicks just because she's a faster swimmer than she's a kicker. So that makes sense to get up and swim. And um, she was the first one up um, a, a pretty shallow line, which, which was perfect for her. And then, um, you know, when she, when she was, when she was, uh, was heading to the, the 20, the, the, the turn and she was first, um, we, I mean, we were going pretty crazy to begin with, but at that point when we saw her feet get over first, I, I didn't, I didn't think anyone was going to be able to run her down. Um, because in our past, she, she would normally take one breath and we, we had been working on this the entire, the entire time since I've been here, 50 free sellers don't breathe. You've got, you got 22 seconds, put your head down and go. And so we've been doing a lot of, a lot of work with that. And, and she, finally embraced it this year and she made it happen and she got her hand on the wall first. And, um, I mean, the rest was, the rest was, was history. It was, it was, it was a great call by the Pac-12 announcers, uh, Rich and Amy Van Dyke and they're, they're, they're great, two great people, but, um, it was so much fun for Chloe. It was so much fun for our program and, you know, it just kind of, kind of puts it out there that, you know, we're here, we're, we need to be on the map and, you know, we want to continue to move on to NCAAs and, and swim at a high level at the Pac-12 championships. It not only did that destroy uh, a program record from over a decade ago, um, but to have that moment come for Chloe, who's a senior this year, um, I mean, what did it mean for, for that all to culminate, you know, for, for a, a, a woman that's been a, an integral part of the program since you got there three years ago? Yeah, she um, she's done everything right. I mean, you talk about somebody that you want to have a part of your, your program, you know, you want 30 of her, you want their, her to be there forever. Um, she, um, 
she, she's a great student. She's a great person first and foremost. Um, she, she's a captain and she, she is, ha, has this quiet confidence about her that I think is absolutely amazing. And, um, she's been, she's been great helping our, our young program continue to try and excel and, and break, break down those decade long barriers. Um, you know, like you said, with, with the school record, you know, going to NCAAs consistently, things like that. Um, you know, and understanding that it doesn't just happen in the pool. It happens in the weight room. It happens with your nutrition, it happens with your sleep. It happens with your hydration it happens across, um, you know, all different areas of your life. And, um, she just continues each year to get better. And, you know, and I, everyone gets another, another year. So we're, we're gonna, we're gonna attack, pack, uh, NCAAs and do our best there and, and then see what happens for next year. But, you know, I'm, we're super excited about this program moving forward. And, uh, you know, it's just nice to, nice to see some of these things, um, culminate in, you know, the way we want to go and, and keep our trajectory going, but it's, it's all because of Chloe Larson and her hard work. I was just, I was just lucky enough to be a part of it, you know? Yeah. Obviously as a coach, I'm guessing you have a plan of, how you want the team energy to, to feel and look heading into, you know, a conference championship like that. Do you feel like something like that, that was probably at least a bit of a surprise, um, changed the energy and that dynamic on the team for the rest of the weekend? I think it did. And I think, I think, you know, for, for our freshmen, uh, a big freshman class, you know, they were, they were kind of worried like, Oh my gosh, this is pac 12. This is, this is the, the hype. This is everything we've been working hard for you know, and, and for Chloe to get up on the blocks, you know, that first night and, and have that confidence, um, you know, to, to do something special and get up there and race. I think that just kind of loosened everyone up and like, Oh my gosh, we can, we can go fast. It doesn't matter as long as you have a lane, as long as, long as you're, you've been preparing the right way and doing things, you know, the right way that anything can happen. And, um, you know, I'm just excited to kind of continue to see that trajectory, not only with, you know, with Chloe and, and everyone else on our team, but, you know, as we continue to build with, you know, with, with future classes coming in and, and going, going that direction, but no, it's, you know, our, our, our first conversation as a team here is family first. So building that culture, building that atmosphere, making sure we're all on the same page. And then, and then obviously going to class and getting good grades and then competing at the highest level. And so now, you know, we're able to do that. So it's been, it's been, a it's, it's been an, it's been an interesting ride this year, but I'm super excited for Chloe and, and for, for our, for our, our family and program. Yeah. That, that, so that swim aside, um, how would you analyze how, how the team as a whole was able to perform at the PAC 12 championships, especially as you mentioned with, with such a roller coaster of a year? Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been tough. I think anybody out there who, you know, when you started the season, not knowing what was going on um, and then, and then getting into some sort of a, a rhythm, you know, I think, uh, I think has been, it has been the hardest thing, but you know, when it comes to uh, when it comes to the season and, and how we've, how we built, built, built the program and, and, and looked towards PAC 12s, you know, I think, I think our administration's done a great job. Our student athletes done a great job, you know, but again, we're trying to get back to that, that, that culture aspects, the communication, the having fun and cheering, um, all doing that socially distanced, you know, from each other and being safe. So it's kind of been, um, 
you know, you can plan and do everything you can, but, you know, as, as the season progresses, you're going to have to change the plan, you know, a million different ways. So, um, you know, so, so for me, it's, it's been trying to continue to, to stay on, on our foundation of, of what we want to build from, which is that, that family first aspect and, and having, having each other's back, being able to communicate and help each other out through this hard time. And um, again, I think obviously it, it's worked and, and we're looking to continue to build and grow. So hopefully that answered your question, Coleman. I'm kind of, kind of taking <laughs> tangents left and right. So, no, that was, so I like that, <laughs> but I'm, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll re-ask that question in a slightly different way. Just, um, you know, Chloe aside, how do you right, feel about right. the performances of the Pac-12s? Well, we, we had multiple top 10 swims. Um, you know, the rivals the past two years that, that uh, our staff's been here. Um, we had our highest uh, point point total in program history in the Pac-12s. So, so again, you're seeing we scored we scored points in every single event, which I don't even think has happened before in our program. Um, so, you know, when, when when you're talking about having having swims every night, and then you know an A finals and B finals, C finals, all the way through the through the meet. I mean, I think, I think that that just shows you where our program's heading. Um, you know, I still remember earlier on when I first got here, we, we didn't have too many second swims. And so now we're, we're building upon that and each year is getting better and better. And, um, I was talking with, with, um, with our staff looking at top 10 times, you know, the hundred breaststroke, we have, we have five of the top 10 swims since I've been here, which, you know, number one, the school record, um, number one, three, four, five, you know, seven and eight. So, or seven to nine. So it's, it's pretty wild to, to see, to see this, this program grow. So overall minus Chloe, it was still a great success. We saw a lot of lifetime best times, top 10 swims. And, and uh, you know, I'm just excited that, that, um, you know, we were there and my, I got to say thank you to all the PAC 12 staff um, for hosting the event for university of Houston, for having us. Um, I was, on pins and needles until they announced we're doing it at Houston because I was trying to find a different meet. We would have had to go to just to try and have something at the end of the season, but thank goodness, you know, we were able to, to solidify Houston. So, and, and our Pac-12 crew did a great job getting out there and, and setting it up. And right now the men's, the men's meet seems to be going, going well. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited, but you know, our, our Coop family was, was amazing at, at Pac-12s and obviously we're, we're hungry to continue to grow and, and build off of that. Yeah. I mean, you, you mentioned it a little, but this season has, has been all about making adjustments. Can you give us a f- some examples of throughout this year, how you as the, as the head coach of this program have had to make adjustments in the face of this global pandemic? Right. Well, you know, as, as you know, I, I can't get into too much details on, you know, specific student athletes, but in general, I've talked with head coaches all across the country and it's okay. We, we get a good month of training in and then, you know, we, we have some contact tracing or something else. And again, this is, I think this is, this has hit everybody, you know, and, and you talk about being safe. Our, my number one goal for our student athletes this year was safety, being safe, making sure that um, we're, we're taking care of ourselves, uh, mind, body, and soul, um, physically, mentally, emotionally. And so that was really important. And, and again, our, our support staff here at Washington state, um, they're absolutely amazing, but 
having, having to kind of take a step back and say, Hey, you know, we've got some contact tracing going on. Let's, let's go ahead and be safe. Um, you know, or other things of that nature puts a, puts a pause on everything. And so you've got to, you've got to be able to change and address anything that's going on in your program, but also when you get back to it, okay, how do we learn and grow from whatever experience we were at or what happened earlier on? So, so for me, it's mainly just making sure, Hey, I haven't been through a pandemic before. None of us have. So these are kind of the standards and the norms that we know of, and that can change um, as we've seen that change uh, throughout this whole thing, but it's, it's making sure you're being safe. And, and making sure that if you have anything or need anything that you're communicating. And so, um, you know, it's, it, it was great when we had our first, our first meet of the season against Idaho, which is right next door to us. Um, and, uh, you know, that was kind of our, our mid season meet that we normally have in November. That was our first, first meet. So for us just to be able to get a meet in, in November, I, I was, I was super happy about it. And we had some, some best times there. And, uh, and then that kind of refocused us, I think, uh, moving into the winter training here and, and getting people back. And even the Thanksgiving winter break was weird because you, you sent them home for Thanksgiving, which we're normally used to, you know, we celebrate Thanksgiving. We had a whole week. Normally we, we normally take Monday, Tuesday and train, and then they head home Wednesday through the rest of the week. But we couldn't do that this year because they head home. They got to come back and quarantine. And then literally a week after that, they're going home for, for a Christmas break or two weeks after that, they're going home for winter break. So we, we kind of, we put, put everything together and stayed through Thanksgiving and trained. And then they got a little bit more time at home, more chunk of time at home so that we didn't have to waste two weeks of quarantine, just one week. So, so we, so we had to adjust some things. And uh, again, the administration and, and everyone and our staff, they, they were awesome to try and figure out the plan and our student athletes. I asked them, what do you guys want to do? What's, what's most important. If you can't have Thanksgiving, is it more important to be home longer for Christmas and for winter break? And that was the, the yes moment. And, and you know what? Some of our student athletes weren't able to go home our international ones. Um, and so we, we tried to do everything we could based on being in a pandemic to, to have them feel like they were, they were looked after. So, um, you know, again, my hat goes off to, to everybody, um, you know, associated with Washington state to help our student athletes, but everyone out there that's, that's had to deal with this that have either worked at hospitals or emergency care facilities, anything. So anyhow, um, I ramble even more Coleman, but, uh, it, you know, it's been a, it's been a change of uh, uh, making changes on the fly and just trying to do what's best, you know, at the time for our student athletes. Sure. And just getting into the nitty gritty of, you know, of your role as a swim coach, you mentioned how training has been PC and obviously with contact tracing, you know, if someone is comes into COVID, you have to adjust to that, but, you know, compared to even last year when there was no COVID, how, how has, uh, you know, writing workouts, writing weekly plans, writing a seasonal plan, um, been different this year? Um, well, you know, last year, you know, we had the summer before the train, you know, so, so we're talking two summers ago, we had, we had our best summer ever, you know, we had multiple Olympic trial qualifiers. We, we were excited about the season. Um, you know, last year we had, uh, multiple school records and, and again, uh, 
a great, a great building piece into, into this year and then everything shut down. Um, so, so the, it's been, it's been, it's been crazy. I, I, I've, I still remember on this day, um, when we, when we had to, when we had to kind of take, take a little bit of, of a break and say, look, let's make sure everyone's healthy. Let's, you know, do what we need to do. I had to rewrite everything, the, the whole, the whole season plan, because you take a whole summer off swimming at a high level. You, you, you don't get to do that. You know, you get maybe two weeks a year, um, off and, and so taking the whole summer off, and then, and then having some, some, some start and stops, having to re having to rework our entire season was, was interesting to say the least. And, and even after I did that um, earlier on in the, in the, in the season, I still re I still redid it three or four times. So, so we're talking about getting back to fundamentals, you know, fundamentals of, of swimming at a high level, being fit, having a great aerobic aerobic base, having great threshold, and so, you know, obviously we do a ton of kicking. And so that was, that had to be a, a, a kind of not only adjusted, but extended, right. Cause of the stop and go. So we, so we had to adjust that. And, and obviously, you know, on, on the deck with some amazing coaches in the PAC 12, just picking their brains. I, I love, I love picking brains and, and hearing some of some of the best coaches on the planet that I'm listening to saying, yeah, you look at the two hundreds and up, across the board, they're, they're slower. And I think you can look at the NCAAs, you know, you look at the 50 free, it's, it's a little bit, just a little bit slower, but as you go up, it, I mean, obviously you can see that, that that year of training and that the, the, the cycles that we've missed out over the summer and start and go has, has affected that, you know, and, and, um, but I think you can also find that uh, if you're dedicated, you can find a way you know, you can find a way to get a little bit better. You can find a way to be a little more precise in whatever you want to do. So, um, you know, again, it's, it's been wild, but no, we, we had to extend, extend some of the, some of the, the cycles that, that we had, we would normally do in an August and September. Um, we had to extend that into, you know, more into winter training, hold on to it longer as we we're getting ready for packs. So, um, you know, it seemed seemed to work out for, for a lot of our student athletes and I'm, I'm super excited with where we're going. Yeah. Does so, that, does that answer your question? That, that answers it. And you, you're super excited with where you're going. I want to take it back to a little bit to where you've been. I met you when you were starting the women's program at Indiana state yeah. and, uh, and, and, you know, you, it's been, I think it was, that was six years ago and uh, you came to Washington state in 2018. And I'm kind of just curious you, you built this Indiana state program for three years, and then you came to Washington state. You've now been building that program for three years. And I'm just kind of curious the similarities and differences of, of an Indiana state versus a Washington state. You know, obviously uh, Washington state, you know, PAC 12 school, I'm guessing the resources look different. I'm guessing the personnel look different, but what did you take from that Indiana state building experience and bring to now this building at Washington state? Well, that, that, that's a really good question. Um, you know, starting at Indiana state from, from nothing, no, no history, no program. Um, you know, it was trying to find people. And again, it, the, the similarities are, are relatively simple. You want to try and find people and have people that mimic kind of your, your character, your characteristics of what you want to try and do. And, and so, so, you know, at Indiana state, it was, it was about finding people that wanted a different experience 
that wanted to say, hey, I started this program and look where it's gone. You know, yours one, two, three, four, you know, right now, Coach Josh is doing a great job out there. And the assistant, the assistant coach, Nikki, I actually coached her at University of Wyoming. Um, so they're, you know, I, I, they're doing a great job and I want them to continue that, that trajectory. Um, but, um, you know, as far as similarities go, it's, 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 it's a different, that different experience. You know, when when you when you come to Washington State, it's going to be a different experience. Um, yes, you're swimming against the best of the best. I mean, obviously, Olympians um, almost at every single dual meet in the Pac-12. Um, but but it's that different experience of of being able to not only just say you swim in the Pac-12 because that's a little different from where we want to go here, but it's competing at that highest level and and being able to look back and say this was the change. Um, you know, in, in personnel and coaching that, that changed our family dynamic and helped to rewrite history. And, and so at Indiana state, it was a little different because there wasn't any history. It was, where do we want to go from here? And, and everyone bought in. I mean, the first year at Indiana state, we took our lumps. Don't get me wrong. I didn't think we'd win a dual meet. We won three. And then, you know, we took our lumps at PAC 12 or at, uh, uh, Missouri Valley Conference with with only freshmen who you know bright eyed bushy tailed you know didn't know what to expect and they 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 were able to learn and grow and same thing with 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 our with our family here at Washington State the first year knowing what the new expectation was um, with our staff coming in you know there was a learning curve and you know and 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 so I'm just I'm it's been a it's been a fun ride. So obviously the, the, the differences, I mean, obviously, you know, in, in the pool, um, as far as, as far as Missouri Valley, which is very competitive, um, and they have some great coaches and, and the PAC 12 being out, being out here is, is much different, but you know, when you look at it and you, and you kind of take away that basic swimming, um, differences, it, it's the same thing, Coleman, you want to try and find find people that, that want to come in and continue to help change and, and facilitate growth in your program um, from, from a character standpoint, from, a, um, from an academic standpoint. Like one of the things that I'm super excited about with both programs, it, the semester I left at Indiana State, they were, they were the highest team GPA. Uh, maybe it was the second semester after I left. Um, they had the highest team GPA in the, in the NCAA, which I was, I was floored. I saw it and I was like, Oh goodness. You know, they were like three, seven something. And we, we, we just had our highest, um, academic GPA of our program's history this past semester at three, six, one. So I, you know, I, again, it's just, it's just bringing everybody together and say, Hey, this is what we're going to do. Get on board. Let's do it. So, um, but as you know, as far as everything else, I think it just boils down to that: finding people that are similar, that uh, that that want to that, that that want to come in and and not prove themselves or or have a chip on their shoulder in a negative way, but that are determined to um, to to not only to not only be a part of a family but excel and help everybody get better, and that's and that's what's what's important to me. So I, I love that answer, you know, personnel, family, that's that's your top emphasis and, and kind of what you're looking for, what you've found has worked 
for building up these programs in the past. Um, for, for any coaches or even swimmers who want to be coaches or who want to be on a team like this, who are listening right now, I'm interested if, uh, if you have, you know, things that you've tried in the past, in these past six years that, that you found haven't worked, you know, it seems, it seems like you've, you, you, oh. you shared what did work and I'm, I'm interested, you know, things that, that haven't gone so well for you in the past. Well, there's, there's a lot of things that haven't gone well for me in the past. I mean, you have to fail in order to figure out to get better. And I've been lucky. I've been extremely lucky with, with everywhere I've been um, to learn a lot from every coach that I've worked with, um, whether that went out, you know, whether it was at LSU as a GA um, for, for Adam Smith and that, that, that program changing. So every program I've been on, I've seen a change and growth from LSU when I was in grad school to University of Wyoming working for TJ um, uh, up there and and taking a taking a team that was solid in the in the uh, Mountain West to having sprinters at NCAA's um, the majority of the time I was there, which which was phenomenal. Um, but you learn a lot on the way on what doesn't work, and and one of the things for me that I found that doesn't work is not being yourself. You've got to be true to yourself, whether you're a coach, whether you're a swimmer, it doesn't matter. Um, you've, you've got to be true to who you are and what your values are. And you know what, some, you know, some, um, some coaches, they're all about, Hey, time, all I'm going to do is talk to you about, about swimming. I'm all I'm going to do is talk to you about time swimming. How do we get you better? You know, my, my thing is when people walk in to practice, it's one of the, it's one of the best times of the day for me, you know, growing up, my dad was a swim coach, um, and just retired. So I'm so used to, uh, to not just it being about swimming, but more about, Hey, how's, how's your family? How's school? You know, all those little things. And for me, it's just, it's being yourself. Um, some of the things that haven't worked is trying to force camaraderie and team bonding. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I've learned is that you've got to find a way to have a team be vulnerable with each other. And you can't force that. You know, if there are people that are like, this is just my swimming team. I don't, I don't want anyone to know about me personally, any of that stuff. And that's fine. There's some, there's some people that are like that. Some coaches are like that. That's not how I am. You know, I, I want to know how you're doing. I want to know how your family's doing. I want to know how our class is going. If you're having a hard time with, you know, a certain class, so we can try and get you help. But for me, it's, it's being authentic and, and trying to find ways to be vulnerable. Um, you know, my wife and I, we have, uh, um, just, she's 18 months now, um, our first, our first kiddo. And it, that has opened my eyes a ton, um, on, on, on everything in life. How, how do I, how do I raise her the right way? How do I, how would she want to be treated? You know, if she was an 18 year old that was struggling a first time away from home in a pandemic. I mean, so, so I, I try and, I try and make, I try and do the best I can of taking myself out of the swim coach role and be more of that mentor. But to me, failure is a part of the process, not only as a swimmer, as a coach, um, and don't get me wrong, Coleman, I've, I heard no a lot of times when I was, you know, oh, okay, what's my next adventure? What's my next chapter? If I've learned everything I can at one place, how do I, how do, how do I move on from there? And I heard a million no's, which is, you know, that's led me to here. And I love this place. And my wife and I, 
we're, we're happy and we're, you know, the, the, the team's doing great, but throughout my entire swimming and coaching career, it's all about, it's all about failures about what doesn't work. How do you recognize that? So you can change moving forward. And to me, that's really what it's all about. There's, there's really no special equation. It's, it's failure and then adapting and, and growing from that failure. And I, I appreciate that wisdom and that perspective. And, uh, it's been, it's been great catching up with you over the last half an hour. Um, and, and hearing about your, your experiences and your, your personal growth as a coach and, and sharing that growth with the programs that you've coached, uh, before we sign off today, any parting thoughts you want to share with the audience? Oh, goodness. Parting thoughts. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like I should have like words of wisdom for you, Coleman, or, you know, for all the swim swimmers out there. Um, you know, I did, I did, uh, I did watch Dave Durden's uh, uh, podcast. I, I reached out to him and, and picked his brain after your, your, uh, your podcast. And I, I mean, it, it's, uh, this is a, this, this group of swim swimmers of, of family, it's, it's pretty special. Uh, being a swimmer teaches you a lot in life. It teaches you a lot about failure. It teach, teaches you that, you know what, if I work on a skill for one day, it doesn't mean I'm going to master it. You know, um, swimming is a lot about, about planning and preparing now for something that might not happen in six months that might not happen in, in um, you know, at the big meet at the end of the season. And so that's why, you know, being present and being a part of the journey, we talk about the journey, um, is really important. And that's a lot about life. You know, you're not going to get the job, the, the job you want the first time you apply. It might not even happen at all. It might put you in a different, a different trajectory where you fall in love with something else. Um, you know, so, so life is a journey and be present along that journey. And that's something that, uh, that I, I feel very blessed to have learned pretty early on. Um, and uh, growing up on, on my club team back home, um, you know, where my dad was the head Asia coach, you know, there was a saying that we would, you know, we'd all put sayings or, or things on a t-shirt and, and it was a lot of fun, but um, one of them was success is a choice. And, and success is all about, is all about that. You're going to fail. You're going to, you're going to find your way, but it's a choice. You want to work harder than other people to get that job, to get that scholarship, to be on that team, to get your time, whatever it is to get that grade. You've got to work, you've got to work hard. And that's one thing that I love about swimming that um, I think teaches us a lot about the rest of our life. And um, I'm just, I'm just so grateful for you having me. Um, it's good to be back on, uh, on, on swim swim and, uh, hopefully, hopefully we can, uh, get back together again, um, sh sooner than six years from now, you know, that would be, that'd be nice. So thank you so much for having me and go Cougs. You've been listening to the swim swim podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swim Podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.